Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the Gloss Over Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Whalen, licensed cosmetologist, makeup artist, content creator, and industry heretic. Hey, gang, it's Caroline Trudeau, your co-host. I'm an experienced innovator, a culture maker, and the creator of thevoicescollection.com. Check it out. Holla, girl. Holla, holla. Ain't no holla back, girl. I'm good. How are you? Super duper, super. So I'm stoked on what you're going to ask me because I think I know and I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, girl. We, I think we're in the same space in our lives at the same time, which is, you know, no coincidence and also quite a blessing. Uh, yes. we're, in, we're in the tidying up phase of our life right now. Yeah. And I want to know, have you caught on to this whole um, magic of tidying up with Marie Kondo? Yes. I you have. I have, yes. I read the I read her book Ooh. probably a year and a half ago, I want to say. Wait, and I know that old? Yeah, it's been around for a minute because okay. I, I borrowed her book from a friend of mine who really needed her book. <laughs> <laughs> and her book was the book that my friend had her book and it was essentially a paperweight. And I picked it up and I was like, ooh, what is this? And she said, oh, you know, it's this, this you know, modality of um, basically being a minimalist and, you know, in some way purging and tidying. And I was like, can I borrow this? Nice. It was an easy read. I read it in an afternoon. It's not a large book and you can get through it and you kind of understand her philosophy very quickly. The book is laid out in a, in a good way. So I was reading the book and as I was reading the book, I was taking notes on how I would effectively move through this philosophy and now I understand she has a Netflix um series or um a special or something on Netflix yeah Netflix production which I have not seen I will well, just so say this that. is how I found out about oh. it oh so I, I think I heard about this book but I was sort of too busy I guess right, as we right, 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 right. often are and reading other things and you know if it was a year and a half or so ago I was on the road traveling so I wasn't really in the space of being at home and caring for the energy in that space um and so I think the the Netflix special came out in the new year so yeah. a few weeks ago and and it sort of became a thing that um, well, first Netflix recommended for me as I signed on to my account and I was like, Oh yeah, what is this? And then people started talking about it, obviously, and I've just sort of made my way through the first season, I guess. Okay. And so I'm aware of it from the Netflix implementation of it, not so much the book. So together as usual, we complete each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are the sun to my moon, my friend. Uh, you're 100%. the king to my <laughs> Actually, you're the sun to my Saturn, but that's a whole other conversation. Never mind. Which we will have. We Which will we will have, have at we some other point. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. So, what was your take on the on the on the Netflix series? You complete. You've watched the whole thing. Yeah. So I got to tell you that first. You know, let me just preface 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 if you're american thank you thank you you. if you're canadian it's fine sometimes i put the emphasis on the wrong syllable (laughs) syllable 
is a label. Um, th- by saying that, I don't consider myself a hoarder or a... You're not. A, no. no. Kind of like you, too, right? We're organized and we're, yeah. you know, we have nice homes and we like our decor and, you know, everything is, is not out of control. We, we have no. control, control chaos, I would yes. say. Organized yes. chaos sometimes. Yes. But... Um, you know, as some changes are happening in my life and as I want to really, really simplify as much as I can, as I've been influenced by a European lifestyle, which is way more minimalistic than And very our small. Very small. Small space. They don't live large like we do here in America. Not even Not close. in the cities, for sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I've just been intrigued and influenced by that. And I wanted to see what I could create in, in my space. Um, and this is also some of the sort of rituals and, and resolutions that we talked about in early January around, you know, just not only clearing the mind, clearing the body, but clearing the space. So yeah. I became interested because there was there was a talk about it in my circle, and I had the opportunity to watch a couple episodes with my mom. And um, I'll echo what you said. The lessons are you know, they were definitely in the show very easy to, to, to pick up on. And now I'm at a point where I want to start to integrate that into my space. Um, so have you, did did you take any actions as a result of listening to, or or of reading the book? Well, this will shock you. Mm. Sarcasm. I know. Um, (laughs) so I read the book and decided that I read the book in two hours, maybe three. Okay. Took notes on how I would implement said changes and philosophies, yeah. and then started to work immediately on how that would go. Now, oh, of course, ideal, you did. ideally, you take several days to do this because, um, you know, spoiler alert, sharing some of the philosophy, but essentially, it's you categorize all of your belongings mm-hmm. and you tackle each category at the same time. A lot of people do the room by room. My mother does that. Well, I'm going to start in this room, start in that room. Her philosophy is different in that it's yeah. like an entire category. Categories and not rooms. Yep. And not rooms. And I, I like that. And I started immediately, like that day. And I think I took a day and a half to do it. And I wore myself pretty ragged. But I purged, donated, threw out, and recycled easily 12 trash bags full of stuff wow and i I don't mean like the little tall kitchen bag i'm talking like leaf bags um obviously i think clothes are one of the the most the most things that we you know accessories belts i have that i haven't seen in 100 years why am i and i thought to myself you know i have moved these items now four times five times from acquiring some of them and i'm like what the hell for yeah. Um, so I implemented it. I also implemented um, her folding of clothes techniques. You did. I, I did, and that made a huge difference in terms okay, of tell space. Me. I got to interrupt you for one second. Yeah. I get it when it's all full. What's it called? That folding technique. Oh, read I don't the book, know. watch the show. You'll you'll learn about it. Um, it'll come back to me. For whoever doesn't know all about uh, it, just watch it or read. Folding the KonMari. There you go. Is that what it's called? Combined? Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. So essentially, you're 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 folding everything in drawers rather than stacking folded items on top of one another. You're turning them essentially sideways, 
so you can see everything like the spines of a book on a bookshelf. It makes total sense. Love it. Looks pretty. Put it in a box. All the things. Great. Not what? only does it look pretty, but it, it fit like, okay, so for you can me, fit more. Yeah. a person who's always in a hurry, it's like efficient. I can see what it is that I'm selecting from my drawer. And so I easily, I find things very easily. I'm looking for this particular shirt. And since I've purged all the crap that I don't wear, I can easily find that one item that I know I still have. So as you purge, you're kind of taking inventory of the pieces that you want to keep. Right. Thus you can find it easier because you know, you have it. Like you put your hands on it and you know it. Um, okay, wait, my- I have a very, very tactical question about it though. A tactical question? Yeah. So what happens when your box is full and you're like, you see all the spines of the books or the t-shirts or the socks uh-huh. or whatever, but then you start to wear stuff and the, the, the pile starts to maybe look a little to the left, to the right. Like how does it all stay together neatly? Well, I think a part of her philosophy is when you're done with something, you put it away. So, for example, I might wear a sweater with a, a, a foundation layer. I'm not going to wash that sweater after one wear. If I'm in a non-smoking environment and it's cashmere, I'm not. You, you're not going to launder right, it or so wash. You're going to put it back. Whatever. Ideally, you fold it and return it. If it's a T-shirt, obviously you wouldn't do that. So you're washing things, but for the most part, you can sort of reslide. You can rearrange your pile, and then when it gets low and you're refolding clean, you kind of have to go back in and tidy. Okay. I mean, I the guess idea. If you don't have as much stuff, then you do your laundry more often, and right. it doesn't fall apart. Exactly, it doesn't really fall apart. Also, her philosophy, and I love that it's Eastern, and I love that she expresses gratitude to each of her pieces of clothing. Yes, I'm glad you for, brought that up for keeping her, you know, clothed and warm, and and she thanks her house for housing her and keeping her safe and protecting her from elements. So the spiritual aspect of all of this mm-hmm. really resonated with me in a big way. And she also talks about treating your items with respect and, you know, rather than shoving your stuff in a drawer or jamming your handbags into a Rubbermaid container, you know, create space. However, that works for you to honor those pieces of clothing or accessories or whatever. And when you look at it that way, like, She's also big about handbags, things that hold your money. Oh, that is to be respected utmost because absolutely that the energy is that that's where your money is, and you have to uh, respect that space. I we all know I'm woo as hell, and mm-hmm. for me that was like the woo that got me good, girl. With the money, the bag, the handbag, the energy, the spirit oh, of everything. The energy, gotcha. The, 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 yeah, the, yeah, but, of but specifically the money part. It's like this is to be respected because this is your income, your livelihood. This is how you're, you know, you're. This is how you're you're paying for things. This is this the the spirit of that, um, and to show your items respect by not jamming them into a drawer so that they're wrinkled and disgusting. I yeah. freaking love that. I think it's great. I never put my purse on the floor because you know what happens when you put your purse on the it's floor. Bad luck. Your money will what? fall out. Energetically, they say it, yeah, it stops exactly. the flow of prosperity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, fall, and uh, exactly, and the bottom will get and dirty. Ew. So forget about it. And also nasty. <laughs> and also nasty. Yeah, I work hard for my money. I don't want it to fall out of my bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Okay, so I do love the spiritual uh, spirituality context of it as well. And I, so I have not implemented any of it, um, because I've been a little bit, 
overwhelmed by what my pile will look like. I really want to start with the clothes, honestly. I, you know, like in the show, what she does is she takes everything from every cloth, anything that's a piece of clothing. In the middle of the floor. And you put it in the middle of the floor. So I've identified the space where I'm going to do it, and I'm a little scared of what the pile's going to look like. Did you do that? Yes. I, you should have seen it. Now, I live in a very old house in Baltimore City. Um, my house was built over 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, thank you. As a result of that, um, back in the day, you know, turn of the century, 1900s, 1910, there were no closets because people had armoires. And right. they put their things, and they had very few clothes. Nobody had all this shit that we have now. Um, so closet space is at an absolute minimum in this house and as a result I've had to get real creative about how I store my items so the things that hang are minimal but I went through the house pulled out every clothing item I had from outerwear undergarments socks every clothing item every single bit of clothing that fit on my body and I put it in the middle of my living room floor what was that like horrifying Mm. but and I thought to myself about two hours into this, I'm like, what the hell did I just get myself into? Why but I'm, this project but I, am, <laughs> I am committed to it and I'm going to see it through to the end. So I stayed hydrated. I grabbed snacks. I put on the good tunes and I followed her philosophy of like, hold it in your hand. If it doesn't bring you joy, throw it the fuck away, period. And if you do it and just continue to do it, you start to move the pile. It starts to be less overwhelming. You start it, to realize yeah. your, 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 yes, yes. I don't need it. I don't need a t-shirt from the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. Hello. Oh my God. I have one too. <laughs> but does it bring you joy? Uh, probably not. There you go. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it at the top of the pile because that's going to be a hard decision to make. Okay. You've got to get real clear on the decision-making process. Like, yeah, you've got to really get real clear on, on what yes. brings you joy. The other thing, so I did this process and it was overwhelming. The clothing bit for me was overwhelming. Once I purged it, I was like, great, on to the next task. And since that I've done this, I've accumulated obviously more things mm-hmm. and it's time for me to have some remedial reading of the categories and go back through and do it again. Now, yeah, I will say, once you've done it one time and you've done this massive purge and rearrange, you are, in my view in my, it worked for me a hundred percent more likely to do these little mini rearrange and purges more often because you've worked so hard on the space. And then everything new that you bring in, you're like, Hmm, do I really want to store this somewhere? Do I want this item enough to find it a home? I need to do this. Be grateful for it. Make it a, you know, create space for this thing. Do I want that? Exactly. Exactly. In the show, it's really cool. In the show, what she does, she actually, uh, with her young daughters, they're probably two, three, four, something like that. Oh, I love that. And uh, there's one episode I remember specifically where they're packing the Christmas stuff. And she asks her daughter, does this bring you joy? And the daughter says, yes. And then they decide to keep it. So right. I can I can see how this gets integrated into yeah. sort of your, your day-to-day life. Yeah. But I really like what you just said about... Then when you go shopping, you really think about, the, will this bring joy into my life? Will this have a special space? Will this be sacred? So that brings a whole new level to my Instagram shopping. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Please do it, honey. I receive that, Caroline. I receive, I receive, I receive that. Um, yes, that's a good thing. That cashmere sweater, though. Well, but see, here's the thing, and this is the other thing that I've started to do as yeah. I as I as I minimized the the stuff 
My husband did it as well. And I was going to um, ask you, St. Peter baseball also, hats. yeah. His, yeah, well, his closet's even smaller than mine because we have, like, no closet space. Right. He is, he, and, you know, I love scarves, as we know. So every time I buy a scarf, I, I, if I really want it enough, I will purge one scarf. It's a one-in-one-out rule. Yeah. He loves baseball caps and backpacks. Those are, like, oh. his man-cessories that he can't live without. So when he buys a new hat, one hat goes out. It's just how it works. One in, so one out rule. One in, mm-hmm. one out rule. And in some cases, when you know you've gotten a little too heavy on the purchasing, it's a one in, two out rule. Ooh, if you skipped a, if you skipped a cycle, then you've got to one, you've do, got double to up. make a little bit more space. Yes. And you can sell items. You don't, you know, Poshmark and Mercari, there's tons of apps where you can sell things and, mm, and could make we money put a off list of those it. on, oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. We'll put them in the show notes. Listeners? I, Yes, because I've made some decent coinage, babe. Yes, you have. On the Poshmark and Mercari. Yeah, because I categorize. Like, I'll donate this to a women's shelter. I This actually has value. I would like to get my dollars back, so I'll sell that. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great system. And once you do the full-on purge, you're more likely to stay in that habit and in that mindset. Once you do it, whole house, wholesale change, it makes a massive difference. Massive difference. All right, I'm sold. I'm going to do it. So, question. Do you think I should oh. document? Oh, oh, go ahead. You should document it, absolutely. Yeah. We want to see the progress on Do you think Instagram. I should take, like, here's here's my pile picture? Oh, my God, yeah. You should Instagram story this. I should? Totally. People want to know. Okay. So, check her out at This Is Carol on Instagram, because she's going to she's gonna show you all how it yeah, goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a blog post out of it, too. Obviously, Perfect. I have to. So, check her out on TheVoicesCollection.com. Mm-hmm. Holla, holla, fo, so clothes, uh, did you do your kitchen as well? Yep, did everything. I also, the one category that I did that was hard, and this is why she recommends doing this particular category last. I don't mm-hmm. know if you got to this part. I don't yeah. know, because, again, I haven't seen the series. I'm just going totally off the book and off my memory of a year and a half ago because this topic for us came up very organically, and I did not have time to refresh my memory. However, the last category, <laughs> Excuse God me. bless you. Sorry, God I bless to, you, girl. I, I tried to pause myself, and I just couldn't get there fast girl, enough. Girl, <laughs> bless you. Thanks, honey. Um, the last category is sentimental items and gifts Oof. that have been gifted to you from other people. Now, here's the deal. Sentimental items are going to go last in this category because by the time you get through all the other categories, you will have better practice and understanding. and it makes total you'll be, sense. You'll be easier to let things go. What I love about this her philosophy on gifts girl gifts honey we've all had that fucking snow globe from god knows where we've all had that like like that that bath and body work set that you never got around to re-gifting anyone you really don't want it or your mother-in-law or someone special to you gave you this nasty ass thing and you're like oh my god i can't possibly get rid of it because it's a gift wrong the gift was in the the giving from that person to you now it's just a thing that you own. The, yep. the gift of it has been given. That they thought of you and that ugly ass snow globe or whatever it is. Yep. And now you can release the, the gift part of it is over. Now you can release the item into the cosmos or into the goodwill pile or into oh, the white elephant I love this. thing at the, at the office or whatever. Like you can let it go now. The, the gift, gift is, over. is over. It's over. Yep. Now it's just a shit and shit and thing. Take up space in your house that probably doesn't bring you joy 
anyway. Know? Yeah, right. it's just it's just extra clutter. It's just one so extra thing that's like okay, good, 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 good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I need to do this. I'm excited. Um, However, I will say I've seen your lovely abode. I've seen your creative bachelorette pad in Reston, VA. And I got to tell you, I don't think you have that much shit you need to purge. Am I wrong? Well, I appreciate that feedback. Um, probably not. I mean, I, I do employ the, you know, one in, one out method as well. You have a spacious pad, though. It's spacious. It's pretty organized, but there's excess. You what know? do you think you have more of that you, like, the gun to your head, not reading the book, not watching the, the show. Oh, but kind of knowing the categories, what's the what's the area where you're like, holy crap, I have work to do? Clothing. Really? You know, I was in Europe for I don't even know how many weeks last last year. I mean, I think I was in Europe for probably six months total in a 50-pound suitcase. I mean, it was a big suitcase, but I ha- I wore the same clothes. But you didn't purchase a ton while you were over I there. Didn't. You got some good pieces, but you didn't go crazy. I didn't have any money, so I couldn't buy anything. <laughs> I mean, that's just real simple. The advantages <laughs> of being a broke girl in the real world. Broke girl, real world. Um, didn't have any money, and I don't, I don't participate in the credit card e- economy at good all. Good girl. That's never a topic have. we can't gloss over. And Financials, gloss girl. Over. Financials, honey. I never have, and actually, I we'll keep that for another episode. Never have, yes. never will. Um, so I didn't have any money. I couldn't buy anything and, you know, staying in Airbnbs and seeing how people live and being in my own experience of having, you know, one pair of jeans and two sweaters and one jacket and two pairs of Lululemon bottoms and two pairs of boots. You just sort of go, why do I have 17 pairs of boots? That all look the same in my case. I mean... There's definitely a theme to my black leather boot collection. Hello. (laughs) It's either combat or biker slash sort of cowgirl and any combination of the tween. And then there's like the more Euro versions that all are black leather with buckles. Every single thing I have is black leather with buckles. Stop buying black leather boots with buckles. Yeah. You even texted me, do I need these boots? And I said, do you have anything that looks like that remotely? (laughs) And you're like, oh yeah, like seven or eight pair. I'm like, okay, then the answer is no. The answer is no. no. Unless you own something that's high value, that's low wear that you could potentially sell, but you really got to love what you're about to buy in order to go home, clean up, and, and list those items for sale. You really got to love it to bring it into the house. Yeah, and what I'd like to do is to actually do the latter first. So to mm. clean up, sell, and then have an eager experience and an excited experience of looking for what I really, really want. Yeah, is there a, is there a wardrobe staple? For example, for me, it, I've been on the hunt for some decent blazers for a while now. Right. Is there a I'm, hole in the uniform? Yeah, there's a hole in my uniform. It's black blazers. Or a, a nice, a, maybe a maroon blazer. Like, I'll go there. I just need jackets. Because I cleared space. There's a hole for jackets. That's what I need. That's what I'm on the hunt for. Yeah, so to know that and to be eager and to be excited about looking for it and to try different things on and to actually go shopping on at a mall or on the streets of Munich or wherever and just know that you're on the hunt for something. You're not just like walking around and looking at the windows and like, oh, this is pretty, that's pretty. I, I really am eager to figure out what it is that I have a hole for in my closet yep. so that then I can feel confident that I'm purchasing something. Even if I do spend a little bit money, 
like a little more if I mm-hmm. buy something that's more cla- like I, I I'm at that point I'm at that point where I want to refine my style we've talked about this before where mm-hmm. I want to simplify so this is happening and I will document it excellent um, we have your commitment to document and, and you know it, it, even if it's just for the clothes you know I knew I knew before I was before this conversation I knew before I saw the series that I needed to I mean, single girl, two closets full of stuff. Like it's just, yeah. and, and, and my place was built in the seventies where, you know, it's all, it's almost two walk-in closets. Right. One is storage. Of course, you know, ski stuff takes place. I don't have a garage. I don't have a storage. So, you know, you've got to sort of figure out how to maximize the space that you have for all of the different uses as I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, but you know, who, like, let's be real. I should be, I should be able to open up the doors of my closet and just see everything that I have and just have it be super neat. This is the vision that I have and that I wear everything in that closet as opposed to, Oh, maybe I'll wear that again someday. 100%. And also getting rid of things that don't fit you anymore. Oh girl. You know, if they're too small, let it go. Cause you're not, you had, how long have you had it with tags on it? Going to lose those 10 pounds to get up, to get it on. It's not going to happen. And don't keep the sizes that are too big for when you do put on a couple extra. Save what fits you today and move forward. You oh, know, the, those gold advice. those gold jeans, no, get there first. Gold. Like you're, yeah. The gold, you know, the, we all have them. I have a pair. They're, well, I kept one pair of gold jeans that I can sort of squeak into, but not quite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely you know, keep what you've got. It also will make your life more effective. We've talked about decision fatigue before mm-hmm. and the uniform before when the you've got uniform. all this stuff that you have to go through and you're like, Oh my God, I have all these options. It wears your brain out. So yeah. That's all right. The so deal. I want to hear from the listeners on this topic. So if yeah. you guys um, have some stories to share about how you've implemented some cleaning out, some clearing out, some methods and some stories about that happening in your life and in your homes, please hit us up. Tell them where they can find us. Please go to Twitter and find us at the Closeover Pod. You can also find us and tune in to Caroline's documentary of the <laughs> sacred magic of tidying up at This Is Carol. You can find me on Instagram at Glossover Babe, and I really want to know, guys, did you read the book and did you watch the Netflix series? Good question. I like Mm -hmm. it. Book or series? And which one did you like better? Okay. Love you. Bye. The end. Thank you for listening. Have a topic you'd like us to gloss over? Hit us up on Twitter at GlossOverPod and find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash GlossOverPod.